He keeps us busy with nonsense. Do you feel that you are walking in circles? Last year, sometimes I felt like that. It feels like I'm just walking in circles and I can't go nowhere. Like in a whirlpool. Just too busy. I don't even have time for myself. So, so today we are going to talk about having a vision. And I, and I said, I, I thought this morning, I, I, I looked at, um, I watched Pastor Charles' service this morning, and I just smiled. Because you know what, he just gives me a topic, um, no notes, he just gives me one word, vision. And when I, when I watched it, and I just laughed, because God is so faithful, and you can look at my, my notes, God gave me and Pastor Charles the same word, the same verse for this morning. And when that happened, I said, Lord, you are faithful. And so our main verse for today is in Proverbs 29, 18. In the Amplified it says, where there is no vision, no revelation of God and His Word, the people are unrestrained. But happy and blessed is he who keeps the law of God. The other translation says, uh, where there is no vision, the people will perish. We will hear, we will hear a lot about vision today. That's, that, that's what our topic is about. You see, companies and churches and even people, individuals, have vision statements. But what should vision truly represent for us? What is a vision? A vision is the ability to see the future achievements. You must listen now. A vision is the ability to see the future achievements of God's personal plan for you and me. That's what a vision is. In the dictionary it says it's the ability to think about or plan the future with imagination and wisdom. So a vision is the ability to see the personal plan that God's got for me and you. That's what a vision is. You see, there are no cookie-cutter plans in God's kingdom. He didn't take a, a cookie-cutter and say, this is for crush generation. Let's do this. A plan. Let's stop. He said, Gabby, Carl, Catherine, Leslie, Jamie, Pam, Ruben. He didn't go like that. He didn't go like that and say, let's, let's make a plan for cross generation. All of them the same plan. He didn't mass produce. God has individually tailored a specific plan for me and for all of you. It's a specific plan. It just shows you how decent and how precise God is. He took my life and said, Come, let's make a plan for this ex life. What are we going to do with that? Let's make a plan. I can see then God and Jesus and those who sit like this. 
we must do make a plan for the Let's do this. Let's take this out. This is it. Let's start with Gary. What about Gary? We can go on like that. I can see that picture. God painted a specific plan for each of us. Because Jeremiah 29 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper and not to harm you. Plans to give you a future and a hope. That's one of the most beautiful promises in the Bible. You see, he says that. I know, act yet, but the planet actually. And that's where the secret is. He knows. Good plans. Plans to prosper. Plans not to harm you, but to give you hope and the future. So, vision is actually the picture what God wants to accomplish in and through you. That's what actually a vision is. So maybe you are wondering, why do I need a vision anyway? Who put me that no plan on? Let's reflect back, back to the first verse in Proverbs 29, 18. In the Amplified it says, Where there is no vision, the people are unrestrained. So, the other one says, the people will perish. Where there is no vision, there is no life. They put them no money on. Where there is no vision, there is no power. And where there is no vision, there is no hope. If you don't have a vision, and if you don't have a plan, you don't have hope, work for that. You can't have hope without a vision. You must know where you are going to. Vision motivates us by giving clear direction. It most motivates us. It shows us direction. So, it shows us direction so that we can see where we are going. And it helps us to make corrections along the way if we drifted away. Because if you've got a plan and you say, listen, this is the plan, I know God has this plan for me, and you drift away along the way, you mustn't only be aware to see the vision, but the thing is, we must be aware to see where we drifted away. Please help me to come back. I want to correct this. I did this wrong. Please help me so that I get on the way on track again. This is very important because we can't just see the vision and look away about the things that we must change. We sang this morning again. Rain is making so if God shows you to change something, you must change it. Love for us in opposite angle. In change. Huh? Love for it, your us. We can get a good example of what happens when we when we don't have vision. 
in the book of Exodus. The people in the wilderness had lost sight of God completely and they, they made a calf to worship. They completely drifted away from God and they lost it. You see, they didn't have the vision in plan, in sight. They didn't look at the bigger picture. So we need vision to stay on track. Your vision will unfold over time. What do I mean like that about with this? The thing is, if you are going to go today and after the service and say, yeah, basically, what is the plan with me? Lord, what do you have in store for me for this year? He's not going to show you everything today. You can't go and say, Gerald, I can find money to spare me, but it's because of my body's plan with me. You can't go and do that. You see what happens? God will reveal your plan, the plan that He has for you over time. The thing is, God will reveal what He has in store for you in response to your obedience. This morning I thought about this and I, and I wrote earlier this morning, God showed me this. The more and more you are obedient, the more God will see that He can trust you and then He will reveal more to you. But you see what the thing is, God showed me this morning. This makes sense if you go and sit and think about this. It makes sense. Because if we don't listen to Him, and we are disobedient. If we don't listen to Him, why must He reveal something to us because we don't listen anyway? As Jaini, Gewursa is who will the Heidi Yerman for you say, my Leister and Afghan? I think He thought, uh, that it's not listening. Look what it was saying. Say, Leister and Afghan. And I thought about this this morning. And that this is true. God will reveal your plan for you in your response to obedience. So you must first listen. We must listen and we must correct things so that we walk in obedience so that He can show us. Okay. He will see. Listen. Look at that people at cross generation. Yes, man. That one is be so hard. And I do not us. Let's show them something. Let's show them something more about this beautiful plan that I've got for them. Praise to Yerma. That's so beautiful to the hour. Clear vision leads to peace, power, and passion. So, how do you discover your unique vision? There's a guy that said, Henry Blackaby said, he said the following, he said, when God gets ready for you, to take a new step or direction in his activity, listen. It will always be in sequence with what he has already been doing. So that's the first point. You must go and examine your past. Not stay in the past. Pastor Charles said this morning in Bethlehem, he said, you, you're not supposed to stay there in your past. 
But I'm telling you this morning, just go back, sit and think about your past, and just go back and examine your past. Don't go there and stay there. Because we've got a future now. Just go in and start with your past. That's the best place to start when you're discovering God's unique plan for you. Ask yourself, what happened in your life? Who are the people that God used in your life? What patterns can you see? Go and sit with a piece of paper and write it. Listen. Start with a question mark. And go and sit and write the questions down. Use the people that God used in your life. And then you will see what God what, what is the plan all the all the all the way? As I look back on my life, I can see how God used my life and bring me to be a pastor. I can look back and I can see how things fell into place for me to be here now and to do this in this season. I can see that. The second point is the power of prayer. You see, God will use the time you spend with Him to speak to your heart and to guide your path. If you don't pray, who will you able to hear from your heart? If you don't spend time with Him, you see, we, we, we start knowing each other by spending time with Him. And how can you know God's heart if you don't spend time with Him? In Acts 10 verse 19 and 20 we read, while Peter was thoughtfully considering the vision, the Spirit said to him, Now listen, three men are looking for you. Get up, go downstairs, and go with them without hesitating or doubting, because I have sent them myself. Today, when, when, when I thought about this, and because while Peter was considering this, the Spirit said, Now listen. Today when I prayed and God said to me, Zek, now listen. And yes, my take that spirit. No, I'm not saying that he said, Glace that. Glace that he said. You see, this was God in Spirit speaking to Peter. As you move in the right direction and in obedience, God will reveal more and more of His plan for you, Amen. to you. You need to apply the P-U-S-H principle. I don't want to say the word because the trick plan. P-U-S-H. It says, pray until something happens. You stay in prayer until God answers you. He will give you an answer. Sometimes not the answer that you want, but it will answer you. Continue to pray for God's unique plan for you. Don't quit. God will reveal in His time His vision for you. But we must walk in obedience. It is important to know that, that once God revealed this plan to you, once He he revealed this plan for your life. It's important that you are able to see through. 
see it, do it. Go over into action. When you see the plan that God has in store for you, when He tells you, don't ignore it. Because you know what? The plan's not going to go away. And a lot of people in our congregation saw that. But, especially with some of our students, but Susanna and I had this conversation with the other night and we said, you know what? It's not our place to say, The thing is, God's timing is the perfect time. And it was time for those people to still just spend some more time with God. And it's their time now to go under this times. It's not God didn't make any mistakes. What happened, happened because God needed personal time between himself and that person, that student. But I'm so proud. I don't want to talk about the student. I just want to cry. I'm so proud of all of them. It should become a central anchor in your life to, to see what the vision that God has for you. It should be the central anchor. Things that don't work towards your vision, if you know what the vision is, and there's some things that interfere with your vision, cut it out. Cut it out. Get rid of it. Do you want to know what my vision is for this year, 2022? I said, last year, too many things didn't, that didn't mean anything, get me too busy. And it just told valuable time that I could have spent with God. And now that that time is finished, 2021 is finished, my vision for this year is to spend more, my, my time more wisely and to spend more and more time with God and to move closer and closer to Him. You see, my vision is about me. I'm selfish. I'll be selfish about that this year. It's about me. It's about my personal relationship with God. The personal intimate relationship between the Z and Jesus. Between the Z and God. Between the Z and the Holy Spirit. It's about me making the commitment to walk in obedience and to move closer and closer to God. Because I said, if I don't do that, how can I know His heart? If I don't do that, how can I know what He wants for me and what He wants for us? I can't know that if I don't spend time with Him. So my vision changed. I always said, you know we've got, in the new year we always have new year resolutions. Whatever. My vision changed. I look like this. So what? And if I want to diet, I will. And if I don't want to, I won't. And if I want to eat, I will. But that is not important. My, my, my body is not, my, my spiritual life is more important for me now than my oh, appearance. So if you phone me and I don't pick up right away, don't get angry. If I'm busy spending time with God, I'm not going to answer the phone. 
but be sure I will turn you back when I'm finished with you. I'm not going to interrupt my time with you to stop the phone, but I will turn you back. You see, that that's my vision and I'm sticking to that. And the devil hears that as well. And he's going to try to steal my time. But I'm not, I'm not giving him the advantage. You see, any one of us can be passionate about anything. The question is, are we passionate about things that really matters? That's the question. When we have a God-directed vision, we begin to be passionate about that. And we begin to be passionate about the things that really matters. We start giving up our own desires and say, Lord, what do you want? It's not about what I want, it's about you, it's not about me. We start letting go of our own agenda and we start following God's agenda. Let's conclude this message. So we saw that without vision, we will perish. We need vision. But God has a specific plan and vision for each of us. A tailor-made plan. What is yours? If you don't know this morning what your vision is, it's your responsibility to go find out. There's nobody too small in this church that can say, I don't know and I don't, it's not important now. Who's the smallest? Jamie? Mark? You must go and ask God what's his plan for you. If you, we are all obedient, he will, he will reveal it to Jamie and Mark as well. They are not too small to know what God is in store for them. So we must all, it's our responsibility to find out what plan God has for us. Because you see, God wants to accomplish great things in and through us. But we must be available. We must just be available, we must step up. He is able to do that, but He needs us to be available. Go and work this out for yourself. It's a thing between you and God, not about between me and you. It's a thing between you and God alone. It's your own, own story, your own personal plan that He has for you. But you must go and ask Him to reveal it to you. You can say to God, Father, you said in Jer Jeremiah 29 11, you know the plans that you have for me. Plans to prosper and not to harm me. Plans to give me hope in the future. You know, I don't know. Please tell me what you know. You said you know. Please tell me. And please show me what I need to do. And he will. He's faithful and he will. Because he only wants the best for us. He loves us and he knows us. I love the, the verse in Jeremiah 1 verse 5. In the Amplified it says, Before I formed you, in the womb, I knew you and approved of you as my chosen instrument. And before you were born, I consecrated you to myself as my own. This verse 
just blows my mind. Because the word, the word says, before I formed you, for I was formed. So that means we were nothing. To us, the name of next person, he already knew us. And the word says, he approved of us as his chosen instrument. He approved. Kachin! Stand of approval. He approved, saying, yeah, it runs right. All of them, consideration. Plans approved. He approved of all of us before he even formed us. What an awesome God we serve. Ask God to reveal your personal vision to you. It's a, it's a personal vision for you, especially made for you. But you must go and find out. Walk in obedience and go and find out what God has in store for you. A special plan for your life. After Charles mentioned four points this morning in Bethlehem, he said you must have a vision and then you lost sight. Then it's like a division. And then the third point is you've got no vision, but then you must get a renewed vision. So go and find out what's God's vision for you. God has big plans. As you know, we are from next week, we are actually already, we are three congregations. Cross generations Puma, Lefax family gap beta, and modernism. And it's just taking over modernism. So we are already three. And God has special plans for all three of us. We give him all the glory for that tonight. And I glorify him for adding, for adding to his kingdom. Go and see what your vision is. Ask God. I can't tell you what the plan is for you. You must go and sit at his feet and go and find out. But when you do, start walking in obedience and do as it says in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Father, what a glorious day and what a great message from you. Lord, we thank you for your word and we thank you that you said you've got plans for us to prosper us and to give us hope and a future and plans that, not will, that will not harm us. Lord, we glorify you in this morning and I, and I just want to sit at your feet and just thank you and just glorify you and just exalt you for who you are. Lord, we love you so much and I pray that you will please Reveal to each of us, piece by piece, what you've got in store for us. Lord, what you've got in store for us individually, and what you've got in store for us, for cross generation, and lives, and monotony, and what is the plan ahead. Lord, we trust you, and our hope is in you alone. And I always say that you are in control, that you stay in control. And you never move from, from your position. 
Lord, thank you that we can know that and that you will take the steering wheel and you will guide us and you will lead us because you love us. Lord, thank you so much for this word and I, I pray that you will just reveal yourself to us, each and every one personally. And I pray that our ears and our eyes will be open so that we can see and that we can hear what you want from us. Lord, I pray that you will just speak to us and if there's things that we must change, Lord, let us be attentive to change. Lord, we love you and I pray that you will just please bless everyone in this church this morning. Bless everyone that listens to this message and, and minister to each one, each one personally this morning. And reveal yourself in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. May you have a blessed Sunday and we love you and just have a blessed 2020. Amen.